Support comes from the Missouri Forest Products Association. Missouri produces wood pallets, railroad ties, white oak barrels, hardwood floors, and more. Details on the variety of products made in the state are at ChooseWood.com. It's Tuesday, July 11th. This is The Gateway. I'm Wayne Pratt. Missouri Governor Mike Parson has signed a bill extending Medicaid benefits for new mothers from 60 days to a full year after giving birth. Supporters say without the extension, some health problems can go untreated. We managed to pull them together and, you know, try to tie everything in a nice bow and and optimize it really well. And then they have the baby and then they get kicked off. And then I don't see them again till their next pregnancy when it's even more out of control than it was for the first one. In just a few minutes, St. Louis Public Radio's Sarah Kellogg explains the new law and some reasons why it received bipartisan support. Legal analysts are considering the consequences of a federal district judge's recent decision to side with Missouri Attorney General Andrew Bailey on restricting how governments can interact with social media companies. St. Louis Public Radio's Lily Halloran reports. The district judge has temporarily blocked governments from asking social media platforms to take down content. Greg McGarrion teaches First Amendment law at Washington University. He said Tuesday on St. Louis on the Air that the order was surprising in its scope. I don't know of any precedent uh, like this where a court has essentially told the government you can't uh, even communicate with a speech provider of some kind. Attorney General Bailey and Louisiana's Attorney General brought the suit. Bailey says the decision will protect First Amendment rights. But McGarrion says Bailey's celebrations may be premature. The judge is still considering a final ruling. I'm Lily Halloran, St. Louis Public Radio. The St. Louis County Council is expected to consider a property tax increase freeze for seniors during tonight's meeting. The Post-Dispatch reports it would become the first county in the state to approve such a measure. A new Missouri law allows a freeze for some seniors, including those who can receive Social Security benefits, are homeowners, and pay taxes on that property. The possible approval comes as the council addresses an anticipated budget deficit of nearly $45 million. The newspaper reports a memo from county leaders suggests St. Louis County would have lost around $34 million in the last four years if the property tax freeze for seniors was in place. The Environmental Protection Agency says St. Louis has logged at least three days of unhealthy air since June 1st. The air quality has been unhealthy for people in high-risk groups for more than a dozen days. St. Louis Public Radio's Sarah Fenton reports the dirty air is especially a problem for low-income children. Haze from wildfires in Canada and high levels of ozone have meant several days of poor air quality in the region. Poor air quality can make people sick, especially those who are very young or old, who have asthma, or who are in other high-risk groups. Kelly Harris is an assistant professor at Washington University. She says kids in North St. Louis and North St. Louis County have disproportionately high rates of asthma. Asthma is the number one reason that kids miss school and that miss time in the seat. Those are lost learning opportunities. Environmental advocates say public officials should hold the Missouri Department of Natural Resources accountable for emissions from Ameren and other companies that emit pollutants. Harris was a guest on St. Louis on the Air. I'm Sarah Fenton, St. Louis Public Radio. The Missouri Department of Elementary and Secondary Education has developed an agricultural education plan for the first time in two decades. The new five-year document accounts for changes in agriculture, technology, and education, including the teacher shortage. 
Keith Diecholt is the department's director of agricultural education and says this plan focuses on how everybody is connected to agriculture. Every day, everybody's going to eat, and everybody needs clothing, and everybody needs shelter, and all of those things have a basis and a basic foundation in agriculture, and so how can we help that? Updates will now be made every five years. Illinois has set a record for hotel revenues for the fiscal year ending June 30th, surpassing pre-pandemic numbers. Mawa Iqbal has more. The state has raked in over $300 million from the hospitality industry. And in 2022, Illinois saw 14 million more travelers from the previous year. Lieutenant Governor Juliana Stratton says the state has an attraction for every person, from the Cochia Mounds to historic Route 66. The strides we are celebrating today is a testament to that. Illinois stands out because there is no place like it. And it's exciting to know that millions of visitors are seeing that for themselves. Stratton says Illinois is now on the road to recovery after visitor spending declined by nearly 50 percent during the first year of the pandemic. Her office also runs the Illinois Main Street Program, which supports local communities in revitalizing their commercial districts. I'm Mawa Iqbal. Governor Mike Parson has signed a bill adding Missouri to a list of states expanding Medicaid benefits for new moms to a full year after giving birth. Democrats and Republicans played their part in getting the bill through both chambers. St. Louis Public Radio's Sarah Kellogg reports. When Sharon Prather had her first child 14 years ago, she didn't realize she was dealing with postpartum depression. I was a first-time mom. My mom had recently passed away, so I had no family here in St. Louis, and so I didn't know what I was doing, you know, being a first-time mom, and um, I just, I didn't know what postpartum depression was. Prather said she couldn't figure out why she wasn't connecting with her son. So by the time I found out what it was, it was after my Medicaid had ended, so I didn't know I could have gotten services with counseling. Because Frather had health insurance through Medicaid, she was covered through her pregnancy, but for only 60 days after giving birth. She says knowing she only had so much time with her health insurance added to the stress she was already experiencing. Because I try to think like I have to try to get my eye exam in. I got to try to get my my dental in. I have to try to make sure my baby got all the immunizations and everything in um, within that window. But you're also still healing, you know, from having the baby. Currently, people like Prather, who received health care during their pregnancy through MoHealthNet or the Show Me Healthy Babies program, see the same cutoff of 60 days postpartum. Dr. Evody Carter is a high-risk obstetrician in the state. She says the time frame means less opportunity to treat health conditions like hypertension and diabetes. During pregnancy, we managed to pull them together and, you know, try to tie everything in a nice bow and, and optimize it really well. And then they have the baby and then they get kicked off. And then I don't see them again till their next pregnancy when it's even out, more out of control than it was for the first one. The new bill signed by Parson extends Medicaid benefits to a full year postpartum. Carter says this change helps the most vulnerable low-income mothers who may have underlying health issues. I think knowing that people don't just fall off of the health care cliff um, immediately means that you can continue to um, engage and support. And I hope what this will do it's helped us to better bridge care back to primary care after pregnancy. Through a provision in the 2021 U.S. American Rescue Plan Act, the federal government offered states the option to extend postpartum Medicaid benefits to a full year. According to KFF, since April of 2022, CMS has already approved programs in 35 states across the country, including fellow Republican-led states like Alabama and Tennessee. 
Missouri Republicans spoke on their commitment to decrease maternal mortality in the state during the legislative session, including Senate President Pro Tem Caleb Rowden. Rowden said Republicans should redefine what it means to be pro-life, which includes supporting policies like this. Senator Elaine Gannon, who sponsored the bill, said she fielded questions about the cost of more postpartum care. We are talking about saving lives here. Therefore, in my opinion, if it increases the cost of spending, then it's far one of the best causes. But Democrats and abortion rights activists say it's not a coincidence that the legislature passed this the first session after almost all abortion became illegal in Missouri. House Minority Leader Crystal Quaid is one of those Democrats. I believe Republican lawmakers decided to start filing these bills that are pro-life bills, that are pro-family, um, and, and passing them. And I'm grateful that these bills are moving, um, but I definitely think it is because of that backlash. U.S. Secretary of Health and Human Services Javier Becerra visited Missouri in June to mark the one-year anniversary of the overturning of Roe v. Wade. He said while abortion access should be restored, he did not believe it is connected to the expansion of postpartum Medicaid. We've needed to uh, provide uh, better health care services for women and their babies for a long time and making sure that a woman can access maternal health care under Medicaid for more than 60 days, which was previous law, but now get it for a full 365 days is absolutely indispensable. For Prather, who now works with prenatal and new moms as a social worker, allowing mothers more time to learn what their health care options are for their well-being is critical. They have time to actually look into it and to actually explore some of those benefits. Um, I think a year at least to start. It's not like my goal, but I think it's at least a start. The new law goes into effect on August 28th, which will begin the process of federal approval. I'm Sarah Kellogg, St. Louis Public Radio. Sarah has more on this story at stlpr.org. Ashley Listenby is the news director of St. Louis Public Radio, a listener-supported service of the University of Missouri-St. Louis. Music by Ryan McNeely of Adult Fur. I'm Wayne Pratt. Support comes from Mosby Building Arts, a design-build company committed to remodeling the right way. Visit callmosby.com to get project inspiration for any room of your house.